0: What's good, everybody? What's good, everybody? You are listening to The Breakfast Club. No, just joking. <laughs> Welcome to Cowboys for the Culture. I'm here with two special people, two awesome. Um, I mean, y'all already know Lizzie. She be on here every once in a while, you know, hey, you know be doing her thing. And we got Aaliyah is back. Yes, I'm back.
1: Woo-hoo. Your favorite chemist. Yep, yep,
0: yep. <laughs> if you don't remember, she was on season one. Uh, we brought her on. Um, and we talked about a lot of things. Make sure that you go and listen to that episode. Lizzie, could you see which number episode that was? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you do that? So we're gonna get right into it, okay? We're gonna get I threatened Micah
1: to make him bring me back on. I had to threaten him publicly. Hey, you're gonna bring me back on, right? And he was like, Yeah, I'm gonna do it. (laughs)
0: Listen, I'm excited to have you both on today, and we're gonna get into some good combos today. We're gonna get into some good. Combo. So, what I want to start off, we got, uh, we're going to start off with uh, obviously the Jackass of the Week. We're going to do that, but we're also going to do a new segment called the WTF Moment. All right. Of the Week. The WTF Moment is something that I, uh, when I'm on social media, whether it's Instagram, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Twitter, and I'm scrolling and it makes me stop and say, what the. All right, we're not gonna say that right now, but I may add in our corporate
1: uh, sponsors wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs>
0: there you go. I, I may add in afterwards. All right. So this 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 week's um the inaugural WTF moment was actually it occurred on Saturday. So Saturday morning, I was up uh, I was scrolling social media prior to heading for the gym, and I said, What the? And I saw TMZ had reported I sent it to you, yes. TMZ have reported that Jonathan Majors, yes that Jonathan Majors and Megan bad, I mean Megan good, but she makes bad decisions um, are reportedly dating
1: yeah boo, I'm
2: throwing tomatoes, boo, boo, boo
1: that was intense Um, first of all um, (laughs) my thoughts on that is like Mm -hmm. OMG, men move on super quick, like he was like he was just, just being a old
2: girl's butt huh <laughs> yeah
1: he was like allegedly. Just in situ- allegedly.
2: Allegedly. allegedly allegedly allegedly
1: you know but like he's just in a situation and now him and Megan Good are like dating now which is like whoa so I mean I know that that's not like the shock factor but like to me right. I was like Jesus Christ that was quick and then like you know obviously Megan involving herself at such a time as this it's like okay, and then it's like okay, Jonathan, you trying to run back to black women now, like? Well, I don't yeah.
0: know if he was ever with black women, so I'm not sure if it's a run back too.
1: Well, he had to date a black woman once before. We just don't know. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like you, you don't go all your life being black and not date a black woman,
0: like, unless. But we got to remember. I believe that he grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly white.
2: Yeah. So the
0: chances mm-hmm. of him only dating white is actually very high. Then he went to, where did he go? I want to say he went to Yale. Yeah, I think it was
2: Yale. So, I sure.
0: yeah. So there's a chance that he actually did, you know, swim in the milk of magnesia for his whole entire life.
1: I mean, he could have. He could have, but yeah. I think it's very convenient that now that you're in such a critical time in your career and life that now you want to date black women? You know what I'm saying? Like now, because so a black woman uh, will PR
2: save you.
1: I'm sorry.
0: Are you saying it's a PR stunt?
1: Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, yes, I am. Okay. Um, I think I I feel like um I'm not going to say it's a PR stunt. I don't know what the reason is behind it. I think it's very awkward. I will say that. I okay. I think it's incredibly awkward to uh, be involving yourself with anybody at this time especially with this situation that had just happened so um, I think that uh, Megan Good is out of her mind to be honest Um, I just would not involve myself in a situation like that you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like I don't know what he could have said to her that charmed her in a way to be like yeah I'm going to involve myself my high profile career in this hot mess. Like, I don't know what would make her do it. So, I might know what would make her do it. Okay, tell us, because we want to know.
0: Yeah, so Megan Good, prior to Devon Franklin, which so, prior (laughs) to her relationship with Devon Franklin, she dated some questionable people. Mm-hmm. And some of the names that are uh, confirmed or uh, you know or allegedly dated people like Fifty Cent, oh,
1: uh,
0: people like Nick Cannon, oh, uh, people uh, like DeAndre Soldier Boy. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy. Really? Why? I never Why? heard that. Yeah, I've never heard that. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah. I, you know what? Let me tell you this. um I don't have an uh, ex- extensive dating history. Okay. I can, you know, I, I'm not going to say I do because I don't. But I can understand the variation of guys yeah. that she dated simply because, you know, if you, get your, if you get a good guy, like a so to speak good guy, right, and he breaks your heart, then it's like, okay, let's try the bad boy. And then you try the yeah. bad boy. And, you know, that's a season of your life. You know, maybe you're in a rebellious season. I don't know. But, um, you know, you try that and then you try this person and that person. Just trying to find the mix. And I feel like, because um, I don't, because I, I think about this and I approach this with sensitivity because I go so hard for Sierra, and like people bash her because she's with Russell and they feel like, well, she only dated this type of guy and, da, 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 da. and it's like, well, people have the right to change their minds yes. and this could be a seasonal thing. So I don't know. What in the world would make Megan Good date this guy, especially now? Now I could see if this situation didn't happen and he was uh-huh. at the top of his game and it was like he's single, he into me, yeah. like yeah, that makes sense. But like, this is kind of weird. This is kind of we weird. Do we
0: think she might know something we don't know? Or uh,
2: no, I think if he would alleged allegedly did all of these beatings and chokings and all this aggressive behavior towards women, right? He's looking for a black woman to save him because that's Mm -hmm. what black women do to nurture Mm -hmm. him. And Megan just may be that woman that's like, I'm a strong black woman and I can take care of you. And I feel like that's her toxicity, even though we love her. I love her. I love all her shows and things that she does. I think that she has that in her to be like, it's okay. I'll take care of you. Like,
1: I'll help you shield this. Yeah, yeah, like I, I know you're a great guy, and yeah. <laughs> and, th- and then the thing too with Hollywood, like we don't know their interactions prior, so prior you know this could be a thing where it's like if you single and I'm single, we are gonna link, you know, and like that could have been a situation where it's like okay, we are single now, I'm just in it hot, I'm just friends, in hot water. Now,
2: somebody, on, you know, shout out to call,
0: shout out to the culture holics who be tapping into the. Uh, to be tapping into the content, right? So when we announced this on our page early in the week, one of the culture hollies, she's so amazing. I'm going to get her on the, um, on the podcast one day. Her name is Danielle champion. You can follow her on Instagram at Danielle J champion. She says this, I can see how this will play out. They will start being spotted places together. Then subliminal posts. Then the official posts. His caption will give my peace in the storm. Her captions, <laughs> will give, her captions will give, finally doing what's best for me. The interview will tell us that she reached out to him to show love and support as a friend. That turned them into spending, that turned into them spending a lot of time together. He is so unintelligent and he gets me and he supports me as an actress and as a person. He will say their conversations made him forget about the world. He enjoyed her presence and the rest played out on his own, on his own. They wanted more time privately before the world found out,
1: but it is what it is. Mark hilarious. my
0: words. That's what she
1: says gonna happen. Yeah, you know what? I could totally see that. Back. She her name is Danielle. Danielle, you you are yeah. you're on to something. You're on to something. I agree. I don't see any other narrative making sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it, well, it, to go back to Lizzie's point, it's like the S on your chest. Black woman saves the world. Here we go. Let's let's protect our Black men. You know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. I'm for protecting our Black men, honestly. But, like, we have to hold them accountable when they have done st- stupidity. That's the word. Right. Holding, holding people
0: accountable. Okay? Mm-hmm. Holding people accountable. And speaking of, that's amazing because we're going to go straight into the jackass of the week. And the Jackass of the Week is somebody who I've rode hard for, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody, when he came into the league, and I'm just going to say the name, Ja Morant, a.k.a. Ja Moron, a.k.a. Ja Wick. That's what they're calling him on Twitter now, Ja Wick. Oh,
2: gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I love Ja Morant. Um, was a huge fan of him um, in college. Um, then, when he came into the league, when everybody was like, Zion, 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 I was like, no, John's the dude. John's going to be like a generational talent. I get it. Zion's big and he's explosive, but like, usually, historically, big guys like that don't last long because they don't have the work ethic and then they let their bodies go, right? Or they're just too much weight to carry around like AD, and then every time they hit the floor, you think it's the career <laughs> career and in the injury. But shout out to the Lakers, right? Hopefully by the time you listen to this, this is on a Wednesday, so hopefully by the time you listen to this, they are one up on the Denver Nuggets. We about to win another chip. Me, I, I talked to LeBron last night. Uh, said, can we fast ready?
1: forward to the point? He's
0: ready? <laughs> listen, every week, you might not know Lizzie knows this, I have my LeBron yeah. segment. I'm sorry. Okay. Hold on, hold on.
1: All right. Yeah. We're like, not going to do that big this brother week.
0: Braun.
1: Shout out to My Big
0: Not brother. doing right. that
1: this week. But no, let's get into it. Like, okay, I'm going to tell you what my issue with Jar Moran. Hold on,
0: hold on, because I got some okay. audio clips for y'all to hear, right?
1: Okay. So wow. the first
0: time, the first time that Jar got in trouble, when he had the gun inside of the strip club in Denver, right? There were some people who were very um, critical of him. Mostly Shannon mm-hmm. Sharp and Jalen. I mean, not Jalen Rose, Shannon Sharp and Jay Williams, right? Mm-hmm. And they got called Coons, they got called Uncle Tom's, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is what Shannon Sharp said on yesterday's episode of First Take. I'm sorry, not first take, that's ESPN. Yesterday's <laughs> episode of Undisputed
3: where i am i'm not even upset at job ja. i'm not mad i'm not disappointed i'm not embarrassed i'm mad i'm upset i'm disappointed i'm disgusted by the people that defended him because that's what got us here that's what got us here skip oh man you you hate no job you a uncle tom you rucker who, who you i don't know who this is the same people that yeah. jaw in the comments yeah that job ja uh, all these are twitter yeah people. yeah skip. not not Grizzlies. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, okay. The, the, the clicks and the okay, mention man. and the likes, why he does everything that he does. Skip, I need somebody to tell me the fascination he has with guns and feel that he needs to be on IG Live, that he needs to see people see him with that tool on him. What is that? Is that the only way you could listen to young boy NBA, young boy, Skip? Is that you got to have that stick and barb and weaving and bouncing? Skip, where I am, I'm not even upset at y'all. I'm not... And your homeboys. That iron. Yeah, Skip, you want that Hey, Hey, you know I told that fire with me now. Skip, I get it. Because I've had homeboys, and my homeboys look at me. They don't look at me as Shannon Sharp, the guy you see on TV, the guy that's in the NFL. So when they would ask me, man, I went to Savannah State. You know Shannon Sharp? That's my best friend. Call him. No. I don't need to impress you by picking up the phone and calling him. I don't know why y'all homeboys need to put, every time y'all get around, they need to be on IG Live. Y'all roll with you. That should be good enough. That should be the, all the validation you need. But they need further validation. That's why they pick up IG lives.
0: Look, look who you in the, in the car with your ball. All right, so that's what Shannon Sharp said. I got, I got another clip I'm going to play you. Uh, this was from Jalen Rose. For those of you who don't know, Jalen Rose is an NBA analyst, a uh, former basketball player and all of that. And this is what he had to say about the Jaw situation.
4: And for Ja to put himself in this situation just a short time after that scenario happened, I agree with Stephen A. This is going to be a 2025 20, game suspension. It's unfortunate also for the organization because now it puts a damper going into next season. All right, how well can you play if you're going to miss John Morant for so many games? But also, I got I to gotta also say this. He is 23. He just finished his fourth year in the league. And I'm personally just glad that social media didn't exist when I was in college or when I was in the league, because Seriously. like I said before, I put myself in a lot of questionable um, positions and made a lot of poor decisions. Like we see him making right now. So I'm not going to talk about it. Like it's the end for him. I think there's still a future for him to still reclaim his decision making and put himself in position to not only be a role model, a parent and for job. All right.
0: So one final person who I'm going to highlight, uh, I don't have any video audio clips, but uh, Van Lathan of the Higher Learning podcast, um, awesome podcast, one of my favorites. Um, he rose this question, right? And then we're gonna I'm gonna hand it to y'all before I get my opinions. I'm gonna hear y'all. Um, he basically said that if John Morant were white, would we have the same reaction to him putting his? Um, guns and pictures and videos and all that and he brought up how Tennessee is an open carry state you could do whatever you want when it comes to weapons down there and he also brought up and he posted pictures of you know people with their rifles and shooting and showing off their rifles family pictures and Christmas matching ugly Christmas sweaters with their rifles in the air and how that is seen differently and he finally said if this was like somebody like Bryce Young or Tom Brady, blase blase, would this be an issue at all, or is it because it's a young black man listening to rap music, young boy, never broke again? Whew, I'm old. Versus a white guy listening to uh, Kenny Chesney or Rascal Flatts, right? <laughs> would there be a difference?
1: Whoever wants to start off, you can. I I can start since I'm the guest. (laughs) Okay, so this is um, my personal issue. First of all, I really hate um, the context of um, if this was a white guy versus if this was a black guy, whole thing. I really Mm kind of hate that narrative because um, in some cases it's very applicable. But in this case, I don't think that it is applicable because we feel, the well, I know I feel the same way. If this had been a Tom Brady, I would have been just as outraged or had emotions just as much. And the reason why I even have emotions towards what Ja did is because living in the Black community, um, guns and violence is such a huge thing. We see this all day. We don't need rap music. We don't need Instagram Live to see this portrayed out. Especially living in Chicago, we see this all day, every day. We are very aware of people carrying tools and having a long arm on them and all of that stuff. I think that what Ja did, especially for people or kids that follow him, that um, adore him, admire him, look up to him as a role model. He's only portraying a narrative, a constant narrative that... You have to have this kind of weapon on you. You got to be ready to pull it if somebody pull it. You got to be ready to do this and all of that. And what happens is in our communities, we don't have the emotional intelligence. We don't have the mental um, health facilities or resources to help our kids overcome these obstacles, the trauma centers or any of that stuff. We don't have those resources to tell them this is a different way. So they assume that, oh, well, Ja Morant, who's my favorite basketball player, he got it. So I got to have it, too, you know. And, like, it's never, like, Ja's not going to up, he's he going to carry it, but he ain't going to pull the trigger. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to go out here and shoot up his, rel- you know, friends or people that he live around. He's not doing that. And like those to me, that, that's my issue. And I like, it could be I'm a little sensitive because of the young late the uh, young police officer that got murdered by a bunch of teenage boys. And it's like, you know, you think about where did they get these influences from, and it's from people like a John Morant who has influence on them, regardless. And I'm not saying put the weight on Ja, but I think that as a black community. When you have the light shining on you in any way, Mm -hmm. you have to show a different way. You have to show how to de-escalate yourself when you and your brother, like your black brother, are into it. He stepped on your shoes in the club. You're not about to up a blicky on him. Like, hey, bro, you stepped on my shoes. Oh, my bad. I apologize. We have to start demonstrating more of that than we demonstrate the negativity. Now, I think that, yes, he's young yes he's doing you know crazy stuff we all have done it I don't think that this is a a career ending and I hope it it does not turn into a career ending situation but I think that Ja has to be held accountable for his decisions and him understanding that he has a certain level of influence that you got to move a little different you know Michael you and I had talked about this about like when you get a certain level of influence on social media you have to watch what you say you have to watch what you put out there like you can't just let a tweet fly off because you're emotional you have to actually think how is this going to come across the the Brett was on you know on an interview making an inappropriate joke and she thought it was funny and it turned into a whole whirlwind well that's because she has influence so Mm -hmm. imagine the impact of what Ja is doing because now these kids are not going to want a pistol. They're going to want a a semi-automatic rifle. Mm. And we're trying to outlaw this stuff in our communities and and, in our country because people are dying at masses because of it. And no, it's not Black people doing it, but we're doing it in our communities enough. And it's just Ja got lawyers that can get him out of a sticky situation. Lil Ja on the corner, he don't have a lawyer. That's going to get him out of a sticky situation if he had that kind of gun on him on the block. So we have to be careful with our influence and that's that's my issue with him. Like, all of the other stuff aside, that's my issue. Okay. Before I go to you, Lizzie, okay. um, I hear you. Um, I hear you, uh, agree with
0: you on 99.9% of everything you said, but I do think that the there is a disparity in how we see black people with guns and how we see white people with
1: guns. Oh, no, 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 no. I agree. I totally agree. That's okay. why my stance is the way that it is, is because mm-hmm. if I go on social media and I got a gun up, right. I have Even if deal. it's
0: registered, you own it's it. Registered.
1: Listen, it. I, I have a concealed carry. I have a FOID. I can flash all of that. And I can up my blicky that I got, right. They're gonna look at me and they're gonna be like, "She's dangerous. She's a thug. She's, she's a thug. I don't want to work with her. She's not somebody I want to bring on. I wouldn't want to interview her, you know." And then on top of that, I'm five ten, um, I'm thick alicious. So you know, people <laughs> gonna be like, "She's a big intimidating black woman." You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, you're gonna get that. I get that all the time. I am not. I I have learned to like because I have a very dominant personality. I'm like really like aggressive and go getter, Right. But I had to learn how to be malleable and like be more palatable because everybody doesn't receive it. They're going to see me as a threat more than anything. Okay. And be, and it's not me like trying to like be less of myself, but it's just me learning how to work with different personalities. Mm-hmm. And so with Ja, that, that thing is like, even with him, it's like, okay, Well, you're holding yourself back from uh, sponsorship deals you can get, um, and that that can open up doors for black kids that's coming behind you that that can save their lives and get them off the street. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like these that you have to think about the weight of of your your steps or your decisions because there are always people that you can open the door for, especially in Jaws' case. So.
0: Speaking of money, and then I'm going to read one more thing and then turn it over to you, Lizzie. John Morant uh, missed out being named on the um, on an All-NBA team. The reason why he missed out on being named on the All-NBA team is because, one, he was injured for a good amount of games, and then, two, he um, missed another good amount of games because of his, his time away, his suspension, right? So $40 million. He also got his um brand deals put on hold as well with power aid and nike right he hasn't been dropped yet but been put on hold if this was like an isolated issue I would have a lot more grace for job as I said the last time we talked about job a couple months ago when this first started actually it wasn't even that long it was in March. Um yes, but- yes I gave the kid, I gave the kid grace and I said <laughs> he seemed to be doing the right things <clears throat> he said what he said he was like, oh, you know, I'm apologetic. He went to rehab, which was four days. I don't know what type of rehab that is, but I felt like he was just checking off the blocks so he can get back and, they, and the Grizzlies could make the playoffs. That's what it was given. But let me give you a real quick uh, timeline of the accusations and all of that. So back in July of 2022, 20, um, just last year, um, there was an incident with his mother. Um, at the finish line, she called him and was like, Hey, some, I'm being disrespected. So then, Ja and his uh, his homies, his crew, whatever you, his clique, whatever you want to call him, um, they showed up together. Um, and the gentleman said that he was threatened by Ja, right? The security guard said that a member of uh, Morant's group shoved him in the head. And that uh, Morant said, Let me find out what time he gets off. Okay. Uh, July 26th, John Morant hosted a pickup basketball game, and this is where um, John Morant ended up fighting a teenager, right? He fought a teenager. Now, some of these teenagers do need their asses whipped because they're really disrespectful, right? Hello? So, so I like, I've seen dudes, NBA players, go back and run basketball camps, and then the players and these are, like, maybe guys who ain't, like, you know, your LeBrons, your Kevin Durant, your Steph Curry's, but they're still in the NBA. And then the kids disrespecting them like, yo, did you even play last year? Like, so some of these kids are very
1: disrespectful. (laughs) These kids are aggressive. They are (laughs) aggressive.
0: But um, apparently Morant hit the kid 12 to 13 times, right? Uh, This happened in July of 2022 again. September 9th, the teenage boy filed a lawsuit in Shelby County accusing Morant, Morant, I keep calling him a moron <laughs> uh, of assault. In October of last year, the case was uh, sent to the DA, the district attorney. Late October, the DA declined prosecution, saying there was not enough evidence. So, for me, if this happens to me, all right, let me stay out of trouble because I'm already on people's radars. But no, mm-hmm. not John. January 3rd, 2023, TMZ reported about a teenager, another teenager. No, tm January third, uh, twenty twenty three. The teenager, um, TMZ got news of it. TMZ got news of it. So nobody knew about this until January. The team didn't oh. know. So John ja didn't even go and be like, "Hey, there is an incident that happened." No, he just kept it to
1: him. He kept it to himself. So. No, he kept quiet about <laughs> it. He's like, I-, "I got money. I'm gonna pay for it."
0: <laughs> In February of twenty twenty three, alleged some of Ja's friends. Once again, this is Ja's friends. Um they aggressively confronted members of a traveling party after a game of the Indiana Pacers after a game on January 29th. Um, They said they saw a slow-moving SUV-trained laser, red laser, on them. So there was a red laser with a pointer. They don't know if it was a laser pointer or if it was a gun, but back then, I was like, ain't no way it's a gun, right? But now, I think it was a gun. Yeah, I think it was a gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I think it was a gun, and then obviously back in March it was the whole the weapon and the in the strip club, and then he was in the strip club. I don't even mind him being in the strip, strip club wasting his money. He got it to waste, right? So it's whatever. I've been in strip clubs before, right? Oh, have you? <laughs> yeah. I, when I was in the army, we that was a regular thing. We would go to the strip club. Okay. Now I didn't have all that money to just like have just bills everywhere, but you know, right. I had a couple of dollars that I made every
1: Yeah. Uh, you had a few dollars to spare.
0: Um yeah, a few dollars to spare. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. spare. So John Morant, obviously, see it's like incident after incident after incident. He sat down with um he sat down with Jalen rose um when this all happened it's like i learned the error of my ways i went to rehab i'm working on myself i want to be a good role model to my fans i want to be a good role model to my daughter and now we see him again on ig live with his gun
1: i think the biggest issue is he needs to elevate his friend circle you need Mm. different advisors Around you. Um, I think that I did a podcast on this. Shout out to the Aliana Need podcast. If you're not <laughs> following, please do. <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, I did a podcast on this after the um the Meg the Stallion situation because what I gathered the most from Meg the Stallion is that when you go up, if your friends don't go up with you, you have to leave them where they are, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And what it looks like to me is that. Ja is surrounded a, around a bunch of people that's like yeah we about it we about it you know trying to like prove a loyalty but really if they really are about it like and shout out to LeBron who had friends that grew up and grew into what he was growing into you know what I'm Mavis
0: saying Maverick Carter got just amazing yeah, be, yeah. In entertainment and in his entertainment yeah. company and then Rich Paul the number one one of the top agents in sports in the right country
1: now. yeah so i i think that like you have to, if you really want to go up you have to surround yourself with people that's going in that direction and if you don't want to go up you're going to end up going down and unfortunately you know he i i think uh somebody i think it was Kwame Brown that came out and said something he was like you got 231 231 million dollars guaranteed that you about to throw down the drain and like, you know, you think about the, even the $40 million that he lost. Like, could you imagine what that $40 million could do in a black community? Come on. Like, if you gave that 40, instead of losing that $40 million, you donated it to black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. What would that do for small black-owned businesses? The doors you can open up. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's the gravity of your decisions that you have to weigh out and when you don't weigh those things out you end up becoming another statistic and that's what i don't want to see him become yeah that's why i'm so frustrated with it because i'm like ja listen bro get you somebody get some older people around you get you some different friends because this is not gonna take you where you need to go so what they call you a traitor so what you you got money baby they can't get up to where you are anyway like and i'm not saying betray your people but if your people are betraying you, you know, betraying you on every end, getting on social media, first of all, if I already know you in hot water, I'm not pulling out my cell phone. They're trying, that's that's them trying to get receipts on you. Now, I do
0: feel like his friend, and then I'm gonna go kick it to you, Lizzie. Before mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm passionate with- about this.
1: Y'all know how I feel about the black community.
0: <laughs> um, oh, so we do gotta get to the other topics. Um, what his friend did notice though, like. I don't even know if his friend knew that he pulled out the gun until it was already out. Because if you looked how the video went, he went over to the job and immediately snatched the camera back and then put the camera down. So Mm -hmm. I don't even think think his friend knew that the gun was out. Yeah, I don't
2: think so. So we talk about...
0: We talk about, you know, the friends doing this, X, Y, and Z. We talk about his daddy. People are like, oh, his daddy's too busy trying to be a superstar. Think he's looking like Usher on the side of the uh, court and all of that, right? But we don't yeah. know the conversation. I know my dad used to tell me stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I think you should do this, son. Maybe you should do this. And I was like, okay. And then I did what I want. So we don't really know the conversation that they're having. But Lizzie, where are you at with the whole John Morant of it all?
2: So I'm frustrated. We had grace for him.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't have
2: grace now, but I have empathy. And mm-hmm. I think the one thing that I could bring to this conversation is like when I was Jaws age, speaking of strip clubs, I used to serve drinks in the strip club. But then when hey. I transitioned out, right? Yeah, like I was trying to get that paper, okay. <laughs> and I left the church at that point in my life. When I transitioned out and then I was on a board at the church and I was on leadership and all this stuff, I craved and missed the fun I had with my friends from that place because I could release and let go. And I could just be like the random girl saying, let's take a shot and making money from it. And I think that the pressure of who he is in the NBA, what he's taken on, like we have, we don't have people in our community that often transition people well, right? Mm. And so it can come off as like another father figure or another coach telling him what to do instead of like walking alongside him. And I feel like we don't know how to take the pressures off even of like, yes, you can impact your community so much, but like, how do you transition to have fun at this new place in your life with your responsibility? Because a lot of times when we come from these places where we don't even know how to manage our emotions, like I've stabbed a few people in my life, Ooh. you know, like I've gotten into fights, like my mama, That's got, it, like, it, it's a really bad history with violence with correct, me, correct. but I come from two fighters, right? And so like my mama got, Uh, hit at a water store one time over something stupid, and me and my sisters rolled up. But, like, I am sitting on a whole board for an organization that I'm not supposed to be behaving this way, right? But Mm. I'm not thinking about that, because I come from a place where if you have a problem i'm going to harm you i'm not going to mm-hmm. use my words like even if no one has hit me i'm going to provoke you to hit me and so mm-hmm. when i hear about the breakdown that micah gave of all of the incidents with jaw these seem very reactionary these seem very normal for where he was from but not in the place of you know, no it doesn't hold on of-
0: it doesn't though because he's not from the trenches no, is he's not not. from. Okay. no that's what makes it
1: even worse. You would assume yeah. that he was from that. He's not. Yeah, from-, he's not from
0: that. He's not Mm-mm. from that. He Mm-mm. went so to. So these are just the friends he picked up. He went to private school. Yeah,
1: this is this is that. I Where feel like I need to prove from? a point. Like that's the that's the thing that makes it toxic is because it's like you feel like because you're black you have to have these kind of manipulators. Yes, but even looking his mom called
2: him to defend her, is she from that? But oh, see, no, here's my not.
1: thing. This is I don't my think she thing. Called him, it,
2: she
0: called him to tell him what happened, and he was like, "Oh, we about to roll. Uh, we about to pull up. Yeah. Like anybody, everybody, come on. You would defend your mother too. Yeah.
1: But here's yes. the thing. You have to put things at when you get to certain levels. And again, this goes back to what you said, yeah. Lizzie, about like transitioning into these different kind of spaces. Mm-hmm. Because who would have known that? Hey, my mom needs security. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Michael Jordan mm-hmm. had to find out the very hard way when his father Mm -hmm. was murdered. That right. maybe my parents need security too. Mm. That's why, like, you know, Cardi B was like snapping at people that was like taking pictures of her dad when they were together because she's like, my dad doesn't walk around with security. And somebody can ID him and try to walk, walk up on him and, and, and rob him and do that. Da, 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 da. So yeah. I think that that's a like a, a thing that you have to like have conversations with. And I wish that it was like a black organization for NBA players that say, hey, you might want to get mom security, you might want to start rolling a different way when you get to this level because people are going to try you because of that, 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 you know? So, so even in that situation, he That's no,
0: a it's not even that though, Lizzie. So think about it like this, right? People want to live a life that they don't really want. So people like to live a life that they're not really about. We see it with um, affluent white people, right? White suburban yeah. kids. What are they listening? They're listening to Nardo Wick. They're listening to NBA Young Boy, Young Boy, NBA I'm in. Mean. They're listening to all Is the that. Is that his name? And then, huh? That's his name, Young Boy NBA? Yeah, Young Boy Never Broke Again, so Young oh, Boy NBA. Um, oh, yeah, baby. And they're doing, they're playing, like, white people do it, too. The white kids are doing it, yes. too. No, um, boom, boom, boom. Even though they're not about the life, they are cosplaying, right? Just like a lot of men yeah. in the church are cosplaying as straight men. They're Stop, are Preach. Preach. They're cosplaying as Thugs and cosplaying as gangsters, right? So he could have grew up with these people, but now they got, you know, there's more money now, right? The more money, money that you exactly. have and the more access that you have, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm carefree. I mean, look how people act when they get their little tax money. Yeah. They start no, doing stuff they don't normally do. That. I
2: was just yeah. wondering if it was like, because sometimes new squads come around, right? Yeah, it could be I new still too. see these moments as like blowing off steam in a way. But mm-hmm. we but I feel like there does need to be a conversation with younger black men, with mm-hmm. older black men that are not being like the heavy hounded downward talking kind of like. Um, yes. What's his name? The, the guy who played the first clip. I, oh, Shannon, yeah. Sharp. Oh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, yes. Shannon. yes Shannon. I blinked yeah. on his name. I know Shannon Sharp well, right? And, but I think that that is a thing in our community, too, is like the, the hyper masculinity, mm-hmm. the be strong, do this. Right. Instead of the emotional, inte- emotional intelligence, Ellie, I'm speaking of, instead of it being in a healthy way and being like, hey, this is how we go into these spaces. It's literally like sink or swim. And like, then we correct the you. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: You saw the dynamic between how Shannon approached it and how Jalen approached
1: it. And I appreciate Jalen's approach. I think that Jalen's approach was amazing because I think that he spoke from a real place and he Mm -hmm. understood. And, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not bashing Ja by any means. I understand that he's young, he's doing dumb stuff, but. I also think that he has a lot of factors around him that's going to sink him that even if he even if he goes on a straight and narrow that we hear nothing else, we see no more no no more weapons or anything like that. He has enough toxicity around him that's going to land him back where he is because he doesn't have people that have emotional intelligence and he doesn't yeah. have people that want to protect because when you're friends with somebody that has any kind of platform. I don't care if it's big or small. You have to be, as a friend, you have to help them guard that. Like, yeah. you can't just be out here like, yeah, that's my BFF. Here go her phone number. You no, have
2: No, or like, to- even in the comments, I'd be telling Micah, like, we be talking about, should I go in on this one? Should I not? Like, that right. type of thing. Right. Because there's a time and a place for everything. Time but my place. here with y'all right now is that they will make an example of him because of the amount of shootings in this country mm-hmm. and that they may not let him even back. Like that's that's yes. the fear that I have yes. is that he lost his whole opportunity at a sport that he's amazing at. And there's good and bad of each person, mm-hmm. but I don't think he should carry the weight of an issue that we have as a country in I agree. this moment. So I it's agree. like the, the imbalances in some of the conversations, even our, in our community of like the Shannon Sharps, sometimes it puts them, it puts him in the line of fire to lose it all. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, there shouldn't have been a four day rehab, it probably should have been at least a 30 to 90 day rehab Agreed. and an actual consequence to walk you out of this behavior and then a follow-up plan of what was going to happen to you if you continued with it. But they've put his talent above mm-hmm. his character, much mm-hmm. like we do with athletes for their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And then we expect them to show up as shining superstars in character and integrity, but we have not built them as human beings that way. That's so that's cool. that's my take on Ja. And I, I'll be hoping that they don't make a, an extreme example of him. Yeah,
1: me too. I feel like um, the NBA is good for making extreme examples of black players. Mm-hmm. and um, I just I really hate this for you because he it, it, this is the gun control issue is not his issue you know right. but he's obviously not out here shooting people but the gravity of him showing this weapon could cause issues and hey well we gotta be better humans all together
0: we are going to go to break y'all we got to pay some bills now okay we will be back after this you are listening to the combos for the culture What's good, everybody? What's good? I hope you're enjoying the show. Check it out. We are running a campaign right now where we are asking 200 people to donate $10. That's just 200 people to donate just $10. That's a a cup at Starbucks. That's, I don't know, it's something, right? But check it out. The reason why we're doing this is because we got some big things planned for this season. We're trying to get into a new studio. We're trying to get some new lighting, some new sound equipment, bring in a producer. And we need your help to do that. So if you rock with the show, if you rock with our content, just go ahead and, you know, donate $10. Now, how do you donate? I'm glad you asked. And even if you didn't, I'm going to tell you anyways. Cash app us at combosftc. FTC. We are on PayPal as well. PayPal.me slash combos for the culture and we are also on buy me a coffee buy me a coffee.com slash combos for the culture all right you can do that or you can just go to www.combosftc.com and make your donation that way so check it out we need your help ten dollars from 200 people we're trying to reach this goal by our mid-season break and i believe that we can do it okay so if you rock with the content if you like what we're doing if you like what we talk about go ahead and make that happen right now now back to the conversation. Welcome back. Welcome back to Compost for the Culture, y'all. We are having a great, 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 great uh, conversation amongst ourselves. Uh, real quick, what I need you to do, if you are listening to this, all right, I need you to give the show a rating and a review. All right. So pretty much, when you give us a rating and review, that pushes us up in the algorithm. All right. So <laughs> help us out. All right. <laughs> give us some feedback. Let us know and. Also, make sure that you hit me up, right? It feels good to know people are actually listening. Um, I Sometimes every once in a while, somebody will be like, yo, I really love the episode that you did. Um, actually, Lizzie, it was funny because um, somebody hit me up and she was like, yo, I really love the uh, episode you did with Corey and Nylee. And I was like, oh. whoa, that was last season. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I just binged like 20 episodes. And I was oh, like... Oh,
1: that's amazing. Yeah, that's
0: amazing. So like, just hearing people come back so... If you guys enjoy the uh, content, you know, I love you listening. I see your little numbers, you know, when I check my numbers, but it's good for you to tell the people that you're actually consuming the content. So give us a rating review. Hit me up on the Combos FTC page or it's Micah B. Let me know what you like about the show.
1: Now, do that, y'all. That's important. Support there, our businesses. And also donate. Micah has a oh. flyer. Please donate. Micah is trying to come up in the podcast space. We support this young black man.
0: Yes. and we want
1: to see this podcast go further it is doing great but we want to see it doing better so please you please, please donate
0: i'm glad you said that so that leads me I'll, I'll let them know um i'm looking at moving into this podcast studio right really dope studio all i would have to do is come there show up mm-hmm. with my guests and film right and record they do all the work for you i would still probably edit or bring in this producer finally but To be able to do these things, we need the coin. So I can tell them how much it is because maybe that will prompt them to um, actually help. So to do this, it is 100 and no, what was it? Was it 150? Yeah. 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 It's 150 per episode, y'all. No, it's 250 per episode. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's $250 per episode. It was either 150 or $250 per episode. I gotta, I have to go back and look, right? So, yo, if we get anybody listening to this, you know, you got an extra $5, extra $10. Just go ahead. And if you have the down. whole. Or if you, if you are a
1: corporate sponsor and you <laughs> yeah. wanna sponsor an episode, $250 for some advertising space is yes. nothing. Trust me. Nothing, y'all. Relevant no, if you wanna do 25 support.
2: episodes, totally down. Oh, there yes. is a consistency here, of how we're on what seventy-two episodes. Elian's episode was episode forty-four. It was Black Women in STEM, right? We're at sixty-two. But, sixty-two. Sixty-two. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's with the bonus episodes and everything. Because I was like, yeah. I was just looking at the numbers. So there, there's that many episodes that prove that this is going to be around. So yeah. you and can it's actually. It's good content, the y'all. Content. Mm-hmm.
1: It's good content support. Y'all, y'all enjoy this. This is the this is the next read. This is the next. Oh man, what's my if they uh, canceled it? Another round. This mm-hmm. is this is the next big black podcast that y'all want to get into. Like, trust me. Like, earn earn your leisure. Yeah, this is the I'll next be. big podcast. So get behind yes. it Oof. while you can. Come on, y'all. All right, get
0: y'all. It. Listen, I'm gonna remember the people who was rocking with me. You know, at the beginning, and just remember that I I don't forget. I don't forget people. Amen.
1: No, you don't. So
0: what I do want to talk about real quick is Jamie Foxx. As we know, last month, Jamie Foxx's daughter, Corinne Foxx, she put out a statement about her father having a medical emergency. Right. We didn't know what was happening. Right. We just knew that things weren't good. Um, but that's all she said. She said we would respect our privacy, blase, blase, right? Um, people at that time were like, oh, why would you tell us something if you wanted your privacy respected? Because the way the blogs are, the way the media is, the way I just leaked um, Rihanna's birth certificate, Jason Lee's, oops, allegedly. Um, the way these people are, right, you don't want it to get out and then it get crazy. So she said that. And then obviously the blogs did what they do. They put the information out. People speculated. People were like, oh, it was a heart attack. That's a drug overdose. It's a stroke. Blase, blase. Whatever, whatever, whatever. We didn't hear anything for weeks. And people were like, what's going on with Jamie? What's going on with Jamie? What's going on with Jamie? We saw some of his friends put out different statements, the alone, like thoughts and prayers, like different people Nick Cannon weighed in, like the people who are actually close to him in real life. But we still didn't know what was happening. Um, then late last week, Corinne or yeah, early last week, Corinne has said, Hey, my dad, I don't want to do this, but my dad has been um home um, for weeks now, right? No, she said out the hospital for mm-hmm. weeks now. She never said home. I'm saying that for a reason, okay? In mm-hmm. other blogs like Daily Loud, um, which is white red. I didn't know that until I watched Kev on stage's um TikTok slash reel about it. Yeah, so Daily, Daily Loud, who profits off of black, co- was it Daily Loud or no? It was oh, rap it was TV. Rap somebody. Yeah, but Daily Loud's another one that's white mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, Rap TV ran by two white men. One of them's name is Tyler Perry, which is kind of funny. <laughs> but <I'm serious. laughs> But they were like, um, his family's preparing for the worst, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh my god, Jamie's dying, Jamie's dying, James. So then Corinne pretty much was forced. To give another update, she said, my dad was, um, my dad has been out for weeks now, out the hospital for weeks now, and he's recovering. Mm -hmm. He actually played pickleball yesterday. Then Black folks was like, oh, what is pickleball? (laughs) I
1: I had to Google it myself. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) I I was (laughs) like, what?
0: If he's well enough to play pickleball, then he's well enough to get on camera and tell us that he's okay. Because blah, 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 blah. So then yesterday, well, not well, on the time of recording. So Monday, um, on Monday, she came out and she announced a brand new talk, a brand new game show, right? Yeah, now her and her dad were on Shazam Beat Shazam together. Um, he will not be on this next season, uh, because he's recovering, right? So Nick Cannon, who's a friend of his, is taking over. And then her job, she was the DJ on that show. Um, Kelly Osborne actually is going to be the DJ for this next season. So it's going to be Nick Cannon and Kelly Osborne, right? So they got a new show next next. Yeah, year what's coming up? out? It? We are family, right? We are family. And then people are like, "Oh, why would she um, use this to promote a new show?" Blase, blase. We also learned yesterday that Jamie Vox is in Chicago um, at a rehab facility now. A lot of this stuff is starting to make sense. I'm going to give my perspective first. One, when she said my dad has been out the hospital for weeks, she didn't lie. People no, are like, no. we need to see pictures. Whoa, we need to see video. Whoa, 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 whoa. One, she didn't lie. Two, when she said that he was playing pickleball, that is probably true because that is probably part of his physical therapy. Yeah. Because you have to get your body moving. So I believe from what I believe, I believe that Jamie Foxx had a stroke. That's I what agree. Micah Lawrence Butler, first of his now first of his name, House of Moses believes. I'm not going to play with he, you <laughs> that he had a stroke, right? Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. Chicago does have some of the uh, just a uh, scientific background. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicago does have some of the best stroke facilities in the world. Uh, people do fly from all over the world, either Texas or Chicago you want to be in if you have a stroke because we have the best facilities
0: so there's that so two pickleball was probably part of his physical therapy now let me address this one y'all negroes don't are not owed anything i don't care if you bought movies if you spent money to go see him live (laughs) whatever 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 you're a fan of his he doesn't owe you anything right because this is his medical i don't care if he was open and transparent about his sister he doesn't owe you anything. I don't know. I don't care if he's if he's built his whole entire career of being this like your big brother, your cousin, your dad, your nephew, your uncle, uh, like everybody's best friend. He still doesn't owe you anything. Mm-mm. Also, 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 y'all don't even go to the doctor.
1: Mm-mm. Hello? No. Y'all don't get no. checked up?
0: Right? Physical or no, sexual.
1: Don't none of
0: Let's wake that up. Y'all don't do none of that. And y'all want him to come out here and tell y'all what's going on with him lastly when people do have strokes sometimes it affects their facial features right yeah besides their faces might be paralyzed they might have problems Mm -hmm. speaking i've had family members with strokes and like you know you can recover from that but you got to learn relearn sometimes how to speak how to do x y and z right um y'all don't get on camera y'all don't even get on camera right y'all oh I have a bad hair day I'm not getting on camera oh I got a pimple I'm not getting it on camera mm-hmm. oh I look bloated today I'm not getting on camera so you expect this man who may have had a stroke who may have speech impairments who may have facial type like his face might be paralyzed like y'all when Justin Timberlake not Justin Timberlake we don't like him when Justin Bieber had that <laughs> face paralysis thing uh, yeah. last year, y'all was dragging him making fun of mm-hmm. him ooh, I mean Chadwick so
1: Boseman yeah. yeah.
0: Chadwick Boseman, when Chadwick Boseman was sick, y'all called the man Crack Panther because mm-hmm. y'all didn't know what was going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Jamie Foxx. The- I honestly thought he was pre- preparing for a role, to be honest. I literally was yeah. like, oh, he must be preparing for a role. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see it. I did. I didn't just never assumed he was sick, you know, like, sorry. But people wanted him to, they're like, oh, why did he tell us? Why did he tell us? Why did he? because it's not your business because they not don't have to tell you anything
2: you violators mm-hmm. like there's something about a person who does nothing with their life and sits on the internet all day that really comes off as a, a like a molester to me right like if you've <laughs> ever been forcefully touched by someone this is yeah. how you act on the internet yeah. you be in people's yeah. uteruses you be in people's <laughs> hospital like records you can't pay a bill you can't support all you want to do is get an adrenaline rush from what happened to someone and know every detail of the story and the crazy gross. thing it's is, they're probably disgusting.
1: not gonna even support. They're not going to even yeah. support the projects that these people are working on. They're just going to be in their business. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like with this whole thing with Jamie Foxx, I don't. Cause like, uh, from a, a business standpoint, like if he goes and present himself too soon, this can ruin future yes. deals for him. It's you know, image. so he ha- Yeah, he has to this. And the way y'all make memes out here, mm-hmm. like we ain't over for the rest of your you know what I'm saying? Right. That stuff stays with you for the rest of your life. So I don't think that it, it's wise of him to even come out and speak or talk about it because this could be something that y'all just ride into. Because, you know, Twitter don't take none serious. No. So, you know, this is something that you all can twist and turn. And I don't think that he owes us anything. I think And what about the vulnerability him-
2: as a man, right? Like no. I know several men that have gone through health crises and they don't want to like show that side, which I mm-hmm. think they should have a right to not look like that in front of a public place like just Mm -hmm. because you make entertainment doesn't mean that all of my life is accessible to you Mm -hmm. and that is the problem with hollywood is that like after hollywood glamour years it became where your life belongs to us and jamie does not owe us all of his life he doesn't even owe us the projects that he does but we appreciate them like then you need to get a life if you are pressed about what Jamie is doing and where he lives and what he's, if, if he's at a rehab or if he's playing pickleball, that isn't concerning. There is a something you could be building. There's something you could be doing. And surely you could be taking care of your kids.
1: Something. Yeah, surely, surely. Something. And if you are so concerned, then make sure you go to the doctor, get your health checks. Make sure you are in good health and doing the right things for your body so that nobody is reporting about you. Hello. Well, we're
0: going to move right on. We got to move along. We got to move along past these two because I got to get to work soon, y'all. I'll I be, I be doing this before work, y'all, so I hope you enjoy the content, all right? What do you do so, for a
1: living? Huh? What do you do for a living? You work at a strip club. Tell us. <laughs> <you doing> <laughs> I, work club.
0: I work at a photography studio. Hopefully not too much longer, though, because okay. I'm, I'm trying to be doing this full-time. Yeah. All right, so... That's why
1: y'all need to support. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: we are going to talk next about um well let me play, let me find a clip. It's about Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Um
1: you know oh,
0: they sure. they've been in the news a lot lately, right? They've been on the news a lot lately because y'all don't way. like
1: this couple. Y'all don't like this couple.
0: Y'all definitely hate this couple, and y'all found something else. Usually y'all just hate them because they're supportive to their daughter that y'all don't want to call a daughter, which is, is whatever. Y'all love and hate. Yeah, but yeah. now y'all hate because you don't like how their relationship is set up. Now, there's a lot to this so I'm going to go ahead and I am going to play this clip that I found uh, where Gabrielle Union basically it's talks crazy. about um... let's let's just play the clip. It's
1: weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50, but in the other households that each of us have to support it puts this there's always this like gorilla on your back that it is like you better work you whatever you better work you know you, you gonna sleep in mm. you know somebody might not eat come on, come on. You better work and it's hard
0: it's hard to let that go it's weird to say I so I'm gonna read a couple of tweets right um, somebody said Gabrielle Union says she goes 50/50 with her husband 50-50 with the retired NBA star oh baby hell no next person said, <laughs> If y'all drag Gabrielle Union for sharing that her and D-Wade split the bills 50-50, I swear to God. Well, baby, they're dragging her. Um, Someone else said, Gabrielle Union going 50-50 with DeWayne Wade don't even sound right. I need my sister to stand up immediately. If y'all got a negative thing to say about Gabrielle Union, this is somebody else, and DeWayne Wade spilling bills, y'all still living in a lie and it's sad. Millionaires being real about the world and taking care of kids and houses and bills, and y'all expect all that from one scamming. Ninja, uh, somebody said D Wade is worth six times what Gabriel Union is, and they split bills 50 50. So, ain't no excuse for you. I won't say what he called them. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's also been people who have um, brought up the fact that he cheated on her, right? And had
1: nothing to do with it and
0: had a baby. So, they're like, Oh, you're going, you're splitting bills with somebody who had a baby on you, uh, you're splitting bills with the person, and you out here taking care of his kids. So, Hmm. talk to me. What do y'all feel about this? Is Gabrielle Union crazy for going 50-50 on bills with a man who's much richer than her?
1: Let me say this. Um, I think that whatever dynamic works in your household is the dynamic that works in your household. If mm-hmm. they have a discussion and they agree to this and this is what they're going to do, then who is, who are we to judge? Like, um, I, I, I feel like it's kind of contradictory considering the kind of uh, world that it seems like we're trying to create where it's like a more balanced, um, more respectable world towards women, right? And so, like, You know, if my if I if I date a man that's an NBA player and he's like, I'll take care of the bills, you take care of your family, okay, great. But if we are like, okay, we're gonna live a kind of lifestyle where both of us can afford this. Just because you make ten times more than me doesn't mean we're gonna live in a mansion that I cannot afford or whatever. Like they have to. Like I feel like both because what I get from Gabrielle and um, Dwayne is that. They are really about respecting each other Mm -hmm. and allowing each other, even with their family, like allowing each other to be who they are authentically. So Mm -hmm. this if her paying bills make her feel empowered, makes her feel like a woman, whatever, you know, I'm not not saying that that is the case. But what I'm saying Mm -hmm. is this is what makes her feel comfortable. Then why not? Because yeah. like for some women, and I and I'll just go on the record and talk for myself. I feel like, you know, some I don't want to be like a kept woman. Personally, I enjoy being a business owner. I know it's gritty. I know it's hard. I know it's a lot of work. Right? I enjoy it. I feel like this is what God created me to do. I want to. I want to always own my own lab. I want to be able to create spaces for other black people in STEM. You know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy that. And I don't want to get in a marriage where my husband is like, I want you at home with the kids. I don't want you to work. I don't want you to do that, 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 that. Like, I want to be able to be the woman that God called me to be oh. in this union. And if that is what makes Gabby feel like this is who God called her to be in that union, who are we to judge?
0: I agree. And I have a bone to pick with people, right? I'm sorry. I don't forget it. Micah doesn't forget anything, right? And <laughs> Micah, listen, I, I, I'm confused. I'm really confused. Because this week, y'all are mad that Gabby's splitting the bills with her husband 50-50, right? Last week, y'all was mad. Or two weeks ago, y'all was mad because Ebony K. Williams said she wanted a provider and she wanted somebody who owns the bus and didn't drive the bus, right? Mm -hmm. What do we want? Do you want somebody to split bills with? Do you want somebody to provide for you? Like, what do you want?
1: I think it just depends on the woman. Like, some people, some people think, like... The soft life, if we talk about like the soft life, right? Mm-hmm. Some people think the soft life is the man take care of everything. The man does everything. I do nothing. I just show up. I just be beautiful, right? Some women think the soft life is he cre- him creating a space for me that's safe for me to be exactly who I need to be at that time, in that season. Some people think, you know, that a safe a soft life is like, matching your man's energy Mm -hmm. it just depends on the person it depends on the situation Mm -hmm. and I think that nothing out here is like definite I think that Gabrielle stating that they do 50-50 in their household it's her stating this is what works for us I guarantee you if Gabrielle never brings in another penny nothing if she goes bankrupt and broke I guarantee you Dwayne is gonna step up and help He ain't going to tell her, you need to go get a job at McDonald's. You need to go get a job at Walmart to bring in something. I guarantee you, he's simply respecting his wife's decisions or wants Mm -hmm. or desires to contribute to the household. I guarantee you. And to bring up their past, which they have gotten over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's okay with the the extra baby. She's okay with helping taking care of kids. Because listen, I'm a woman without children. And if I date a man with kids, I'm definitely going to help contribute to his children. Because if I love him, I love them. That's my thoughts. Not everybody else's. Yeah. But that's mine. We're going to be in this thing together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So who are we yeah. to judge that? I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't yeah, I, um, I'm probably going to shock
2: everyone. But I would go 100-0. That's the type of person that I am. Um, and I think,
1: yeah, like I
2: was. What growing, does that mean? 100?
1: Who giving 100 and who given zero? You? I would give
2: 100. Oh, I would okay. give 100. And I was engaged to a missionary. So
1: for me. They're going to call
0: you a man. They're going to call you a mammy.
2: <laughs> they are. They are. And I don't care. Because here's the thing my issue with it is that your love and how much you love someone is directed towards how much money they bring to the table in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. But people can lose everything that they have in one single moment Mm -hmm. and I've been with someone that had millions of dollars and was a trash person when things did not go his way Mm -hmm. and was horrible with actually administering love to me and so the reason I say that is because sometimes with the kept woman syndrome or the like you have to have this much and you have to bring this we expect that to equal great character and integrity but they clearly have conversation in their household of how they want things to go. They clearly communicate this all the time, right? So for me, it's not really about what is brought to the table financially as a provider, but what do you provide for me emotionally? Mm-hmm. What, and I'm not talking about somebody laying up on the couch, right? I'm not talking about that. But mm-hmm. there are times where in a partnership, and I do this in friendship. Like people can testify that you can have nothing and I will be your friend, but Mm -hmm. you bring it something non-monetary to our friendship. Mm -hmm. And when I have funds, Mm -hmm. you will have funds, right? Because I I believe that if I believe in you as a person, that money doesn't actually dictate the type of love that we carry. Now you should be going someplace. I don't give to Mm -hmm. people that are just like doing nothing, Mm -hmm. right? And have I had losses? Sure, I've had some losses. But I'm not going to say that life will be continually perfect because Wade can he could blow all of his money. So we're talking about all these millions that we don't know what he's done with it. Mm -hmm. We actually don't know what other deals that he's had to work out to bring his 50 to the table as well. We find out way later in the documentaries and all this other stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So she said like that hustle and grind, like that kind of drives her. And that's something that you will feel as a independent or a business woman. And I think that that's beautiful that he lets her bring her 50 to the table. But like you said that Wade would step up. I think Gabby would step up, too. I think she would step mm-hmm. up to cover her husband because that is an actual partnership, right, not yeah. a let me just chill. Like, because we want a life from the 50s. But who can actually afford to sit off of one income at these days?
0: Facts. Not
2: not many people. Right. And so that's what, <laughs> what, oh, what
1: my, that's I'm to trying
2: to get married. What? My I'm trying to get
1: married. <laughs> You are not. You, I ain't saying here go, nigga.
0: It's ghetto ah, out here. No, no, it is
1: ghetto. Single is, is single can be a big ghetto at times, but you know, I think what we, I think the biggest point that we're missing here is that this is a couple who have, who has had healthy discussions. Mm-hmm. This is a couple who has had to define healthy boundaries, who has like outlined what works for them financially emotionally physically mentally spiritually these this is a couple who has had hard discussions and been through hard times and figured out what works for them and while a lot of people are on social media false flagging like they're just couple goals I think that Ooh. this is pretty much couple goals if we want to say like not I think that you scares know, people I yeah and I think that like Like, the fact that they can be transparent. Like, so many people cannot talk about money with their spouse. And that's, like, the number one leading cause to divorce.
0: But it's not just money. There's poor... I feel like a lot of relationships have poor communication in general. They don't talk about feelings. They don't talk about disappointment. They don't talk about things that they don't like about their partner, what hurt them. It's just... Going through the motions. We wake up every day. We we you know we see each other every day. We go through our routines. Um, and I think that what the what Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade do is they have those hard,
1: uncomfortable yeah, conversations,
0: yeah. especially conversations that we in the black community avoid. The way that they've handled whether you quote unquote agree with the lifestyle or not, right? Yeah. The way that they've handled everything with Zia Wade is refreshing to see because historically mm-hmm. in black families
1: we shoot the it. hell out of my house yeah yeah we yeah. hide that we treat we it like it. disease. yeah and I, th- yeah. I think that I, honestly i like whether you like the method um of what's being shown here i think what they're showing us is what a healthy family would look like Regardless mm-hmm. yeah. to like let's say if there is no transgender uh, child involved, let's say there is no extra marital affair, or well, they, they wasn't married, but a side baby or right. none of that stuff. Like let's say if they had all, like all of the kids that he had, they had together, right? Mm-hmm. What you're seeing here is a healthy dynamic of a family that can face hard times, mm. yes, sit down and have hard conversations, review. Mm-hmm. And come up with a plan to stay together as a family. What our grandparents did back in the day ain't it. So when we ask these questions, why don't marriages last like our grandparents last? Because a lot of times grandma was very unhappy. Papa was stepping out. He got three, four kids that's going to show up at the funeral that y'all don't know about. But grandma did. You And And it's like it's, it's all of these family dynamic and secrets that we don't want to talk about and it's like yeah. this is the this is the thing this is what I, I what I gather from them they're doing what it takes to make them each other happy I really? guarantee you if if like if the D- d-way was like hey look I really like being able to provide for my family I get that that you want to contribute but you contribute to this family like this, this 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 please just let me have this one thing financial right I guarantee you she would let them Mm-hmm. But he is such a man that's confident in his masculinity,
2: confident Ooh. in his
1: sexuality. It don't, it don't bother him to wear a dress or purple or yeah. nail polish to support his daughter. It doesn't bother him to let his wife pay half the bills because he still knows he a man and he can pay him if he wanted to. It's that, him having control and power is not a flex for him. No. It's, it's not. not a flex. It's like How is is my family happy? Is my wife happy? Is my kids healthy? Are they mentally sane? Are they here? Like, that's a flex, y'all. This is a flex.
2: He's a present man. And I think that's the thing. Like, I hate that we go to cheating as the worst thing that could ever happen because there are things that happen in relationships. Like, one person could be completely absent. So, for the rest of your life, you're going to talk about something that she got past, that Mm -hmm. she's not bothered or pressed about, that she spoke about honestly right? That she had to overcome as the person being cheated on. But she also talked about her own responsibility in that book. She also talked about where she was at mentally and what she wasn't bringing to the relationship in that season. And that's mm-hmm. not blaming her. But I think when you, when Michael's talking about, they talk about feelings and emotions and they talk about sex and like who's being pleased and not being pleased. That's something we're very insecure as women. Like we don't want to have that conversation. But when you're and I won't say we are insecure.
1: Them. I won't even yeah. say that much. I'll say because so many of us have been broken in that area, it's not even welcome. It's not invited. Yeah. So it's like if your man jumps on you and jumps up and down and he's doing all this stuff, he feels like a man. So you don't take that away from him, and we don't have the courage to speak up and say this hurts. I don't like that. I would prefer you yeah. did this because that's yeah. not even open. Because the male, in some cases, the male ego is so fragile, and we haven't taught our men that it's okay yeah. for her to say, "I don't like that." It don't mean she don't like you. It don't mean that nothing you do is pleasurable to her. But what she's saying is that's just what you did there is
0: not pleasurable.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's and that, that the
2: opposite, like women, don't know how to communicate because they don't know their own bodies because we've don't. been taught to shame our bodies in our community or that if something's vulgar or wrong with that. And so it's like this on both sides and insecurity about talking about the most intimate things mm-hmm. so then it leads to us just reacting and, or I think, like, and they are or yeah
1: yeah because we think i mean you know i remember back in the day this is a random thing but i remember back in the day uh little kim had a, a a line in one of her songs called the jump off where she said i can make a spray can, can disappear in my mouth and like when i was in high school. It was like all these guys like, I bet you can't do that. And it's like, who's gonna suffocate trying to make a sprite can disappear in their mouth? Like, sir, ma'am, that's stupid. Like, it was a line in the song. But because we take our cues from our rap artists and stuff like that that don't know nothing, we assume that better just right write thing something to
2: cute too. Come on. Yeah, it's just something cute to say, and now yes. now it's the measuring block. Now
1: I'm yes.
2: not a you know, freak right. in the sheets. If I can't yes. put a Sprite can in my mouth, really. And it makes this imbalance in our actual community of like, I have to be this sexualized object.
1: Yes. And that's
2: actually like growing with your partner
1: mm-hmm. in
2: intimacy. And yes. I think D Wade and Gabrielle have intimacy and we're not used to seeing that. And it's intimacy in every area of their yes. lives.
1: That's more and than sex
2: something yeah. we should actually look at as a barometer even if you don't agree with their political views or the way they handle their household or their children or anything like that this is a united front of what we're going to do in intimacy with each other that's my yeah. my take on it yeah and kick,
0: kick 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 your kids out if you're listening right now kick the kids out right now all right tell them come back in 30 seconds no come back in a minute because like intimacy is definitely more than sex right people think yeah. intimacy like ooh oh, we having the greatest sex, the boo, 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 There's people out here who can have amazing intimate moments and it can be pleasure, you know, those pleasure moments without actual penetration, right? Agree. From mm-hmm. touching, from the way, the sound, the smells, and the, all of that, right?
1: Even mm-hmm. just having a good conversation yes. with a person is, yes. is intimacy. If Why you look at... The um, on a couch... Who- and you all just enjoying each other's company. Like, great. That that, that goes to talk about energy and vibes. Like, mm-hmm. can you create as a man of safe place? Because, like, I've been in crazy violent situations with men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where I was sexually uh, violated. Mm-hmm. And, like, to, to be alone with a guy now and he can create a safe space For where sure. I know that nothing is going to happen and I do not want to happen. It's huge. It's huge. It means that we're on, we're communicating. It means that you have shown yourself as trustworthy. Mm -hmm.
2: It means that I can
1: let my guard down. Like those kind of things, like I think that we're just missing over this conversation because we're like, oh, you're going 50-50, 50-50. It's like, but she feels safe, y'all. Like this this is a black woman that could wear a suit and a tie. Mm-hmm. and still feel very feminine still mm-hmm. very feel very safe still be be her exact self this is a woman who can go and spend 50,000 dollars at a strip club she said that you know what yeah. i'm saying like mm-hmm. she feels safe to explore who she is as a woman and know that her husband is going to love her and have her back that's major and i just i just don't i don't agree with the hate i, don't no, I definitely
0: that. don't agree with the hate yeah. um I don't agree with the hate but as always I want the I want the listeners to make sure that you um re- reply especially my Spotify listeners um, we do a poll every single week so this week's poll is would you be okay splitting 50-50 so let us know you know our listeners men and women let That's us know That's such a vague feel-
1: question. That's so because vague. It's a vague. I feel like it's vague because Well we can't you can't have a super long question on I know. on Spotify. I know. I so if they
0: listen to this episode, they'll know
1: what we were talking about. Yeah. I mean You only get a know. couple
0: of characters.
1: I get it. No, I'm not I'm not judging you. I'm just saying this is a fake question because, you know, it's such a is it's it's such a large thing, you know, and like it, it requires trust in your relationship too. Like that's something else we're gonna talk about either. It's like if I hold you down for this season, are you gonna level up and leave me for a white one?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> I am saying. I think people are really bad at giving because we give with the intention of receiving something. Relationships should be reciprocal. But if I'm giving and another person lets me down or disappoints me or makes a human mistake, which we all do, we're all going to make error. I have not been friends with people for 17 years and they haven't hurt me. And they haven't been friends with me and I haven't hurt them. I haven't dropped. I've dropped the ball. They've dropped the ball. So I think that it's literally a situation of y'all don't know how to give past your past hurts and traumas Mm -hmm. and be okay with that how life happens life happens someone's not going to love you well in one season and they'll love you well in the next season how about that like learn how to not keep a record of wrong from your Mm -hmm. past relationships and bring it into your now partnership and then you'll have a more healthy healed safe space to not like just say oh you have to give to me for me to understand that I'm protected and provided for like that doesn't make Mm -hmm. me feel safe
0: agreed I love that. I love that. We're gonna take one final break, and when we come back of a break, we will have our closing segment. You are listening to Combos for the Culture. We will be back after this. Alright, we gotta rush the reporter, Help, help! This help me! Please, this help me. Please help me. This is not your bike. Please help
2: me. It's not your
3: bike. <laughs> <This> not yo, <what's laughs> your bike. Please help me. Help! Please get off me. what the fuck is going on, bro? Please, you- yo, yo, don't nah. not nah. take it, bro. Yo, now, you're you're not- hey, now you're not getting the bike, bro. Now you're not getting the bike, Help! No me! Not- no, Why you took you your phone? What's wrong with stupid you? Don't oh, touch your phone! Don't touch your phone! I'm not touching you! You put a USB on me. my head. My hey, dude, stop! Help. No. dude, stop! Me stop. Me no, me no, 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 no! I said no! I said sit down! Please, She's just crying. you're not crying. You're not crying. I got stupid. I got something Drunk? Where you 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 pulled it out? Hassan, you pulled it out. Hassan. That's you pulled it out. Uh, this is my bike. It's so on my account. Yes, please, please move. All right, so why don't we set reset the bike? I'm yes, not resetting so the bike. So it's his, bike. his. It's his. It's so his. It, I'm gonna <laughs> pull it out
0: on your account.
3: you, are you are active. Active. Is so What the fuck? That's my bike, Stop fake crying. Stop fake crying. Stop
0: touching no, me. Stop touching me.
3: Hold up. Hold up. Hey, stop touching me. Stop touching me. Why don't you take this bike? Stop touching me. I will. I will. So exactly. So take it. So ah, take well, it. You stop out it. You. Stop stop how you stop hey, crying? Fuck. Oh, you not, crying? A, not a oh, tear I'm came not down, miss. <laughs> Hello, Sarah Jane Comrie. Absolutely disgusting and revolting move you tried there. Uh, shout out to those guys there who showed absolute restraint. This tactic is used on men of color quite often. And what's really scary about it is a lot of times these lies work and put the lives of men like the men you saw in that video in very real danger. While Sarah may have deleted her social media accounts, her husband did not. Hello, Sarah.
0: All right, y'all. So y'all just heard that craziness. That is Nurse Karen. Um, I can't find her name because, you know, one thing that uh, black Twitter is going to do, they're going to find out The name of the person, so we actually found out the name of her, and then they found out where she works at and everything, and they put it out on the internet. I love us. I love us for real. In the her
1: name is Sarah Jane Corinne P. A. There
0: you go. There you go. She got a white name too, don't she? Mm
1: -hmm,
0: Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane Mm -hmm. Corinne. But uh, basically, what she did, she tried to steal a city bike from a black kid after he paid for it. Okay. Um, and when him and his friends wouldn't allow her to steal it, um, she started crying. Now, white folks, we know that they steal everything. I mean, they stole this country, if we want to be honest. They stole rock and roll. They stole box. They, they stole cornrows and called them box braids. Uh, what do they call them? Boxer, um, braids. boxer braids.
1: Boxer braids.
0: Yeah, boxer braids. I mean, uh, the yeah, Kardashians okay. have stole the black, black women's aesthetics. So we know that mm-hmm. black people, I mean, that uh, white folks still, right? That is yeah. That is what it is. Um, And I remember I said a couple of weeks ago, America has a problem, right, Lizzie? And that mm-hmm, problem yeah. is white men, you right? White men. So we know all of these things. So let's talk about Nurse Karen real quick. Um, And also the white man that you'll see in the video, there's a white man who comes up. I don't know his relation to her.
2: And okay. he says, reset the bike. He pissed yeah, me Yeah, he's like, just
1: reset the bike and give it to her. He Are you serious? Of that. Yeah, no, that's what he said. He said, reset the bike and give it he said, to her.
2: reset the bike. Excuse me? I paid for
0: this
1: mm-hmm. with my hard-earned money. I, I think money. that she needs to be arrested. He needs to be yeah. arrested. And yeah. that that needs to be... They need Jobs to need to be lost.
2: It. You don't need yeah.
1: to be taking
0: care of anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. I and I think
0: that's the most important thing. And I'm glad that you brought that up. Because besides, like, her being a white woman who unraveled, Listen, white women and the PA
1: stands for uh, physician assistant, which means that she has the power to write prescriptions. That means that if your doctor is busy and cannot see you, she can, and yes. she could totally make medical decisions on your behalf, and you could die in her hands.
0: And so, yeah, so that's what I want to get, because we know white women are going to do that. They're going to cry. They're going to woe with me, blah, 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 blah. The only time I like a white woman unraveling is when Sarah Paulson is doing it, right? She's an amazing white woman in distress, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, outside of Sarah Paulson, if y'all don't know who she is, American Horror Story, get into it, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, besides mm-hmm. her, I don't, I don't care for it. But in this instant, it's dangerous, as you just alluded to, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like because how is she handling black bodies under her care right she not giving them the attention and the care that they need when they're saying i'm in this pain and they're like oh you're okay i had a conversation with um a good friend of mine ebony um and she is a cancer survivor and she had told me she was talking about how black women um are treated right and she was like she had stage 4 um stage 4 cancer and she was told right she was told that oh you're young and you're strong you're going to be okay mm-hmm.
1: i yeah. was um i was a uh, i had one of my white co- co-workers came to work at the time when i was working um she had like three or four uh viral infections mm-hmm. and um i ended up getting sick behind her and i was like a little bit i had just missed pneumonia if I hadn't went to see my doctor at the time and I went in before I went to see another doctor I went in and tried to schedule an appointment with my normal doctor and she was filled but they sent me to a PA and Mm -hmm. the PA I you can literally hear the cold in my chest you can hear it I couldn't breathe I was had shortness of breath the whole nine yards Mm -hmm. and she told me she couldn't hear it and that I needed to scare schedule an appointment with my doctor because I needed to lose weight. She walked out the room, did not say bye, or didn't write the prescription, didn't give me nothing. I went to see another doctor within a week because I could not. I would have. I would get a fever, it would break, then I would get a fever again. I was vomiting. I was just crazy sick. I went to see another doctor, and he said, "If you hadn't came to see me when you did, you could have died from pneumonia." And he mm. gave me a breathing treatment immediately. Mm. That's how sick yeah. I
2: was. I, was, I had diabetes and I didn't know in January and I was going into diabetic coma because my, di- my blood sugar was at 500 and a PA told me that it was just a little pain and a little headache and wanted to give me Tylenol as I was sitting there saying, no, these, I have numbness in my toes, in my hands. I can't see. My vision is very blurred. And she said, you'll be okay you'll be okay. And then another doctor came behind and said, I think I need to check your blood sugar and your, uh, blo- your uh, A1c. blood pressure, like mm-hmm. your blood pressure. And my blood pressure was extremely high. They put me in a bed. I would have died if I went home mm-hmm. because it was shooting all the <laughs> way up or been in a very serious coma. But when she saw Black and Native American on my chart, she said, oh, well, you, you deal with pain. So I didn't realize.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they don't take us serious as black and women, and it was a
2: woman. And so think about this white woman.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I'm. A, I told Micah this off camera. Uh, we've been talking about this in um in a chat, and I told him I said this is why I'm afraid to have a child in America mm-hmm. because as black women, we're just not taken serious. Our pain is not taken serious. I mean, I watched the video. This girl is crying, having a baby. I mean, weeping. She wasn't screaming. She wasn't outright. She was just like, ma'am, please help me. Please, I'm in so much pain. And the lady was like, you're fine. Yeah. You can take it. You can handle it. And I mean, she refused to administer this girl medicine. And she was Well, Serena Williams begging. almost died
2: on the table. Yes. Serena Williams
1: I mean, there, out, right? there are doctors. I, I know of a Black doctor in Indiana. She was a literally a doctor, died, giving birth because they didn't yeah, take it's crazy period.
2: because even getting help in France for my diabetes and now in Africa, I went to a clinic the other day. It is way more helpful to just even get that taken care of. And the way that they handle pregnancy here is way better. But we think we're better because we're not a developing country. Mm. It is terrifying to be a Black person, terrifying. to deal with any hospital staff. And in this situation with these boys in the bike, like they put their lives in danger by just even challenging her on it because mm-hmm. she's a nurse. In America, there's the police, the firemen, and doctor staff that are recognized as higher than most of us. They get first discounts. Yeah, like, you know, on call, like first line. So she's going to be believed when anybody mm-hmm. shows up. And then mm-hmm. the solution of her coworker was like, oh, we'll just get over it, reset it.
0: Like,
1: no, that's respectfully, as you, mm-hmm. respect- yeah. it, no, it was respect. sad. That was, it was, it was really sad to watch, honestly. Um, I, I think that it and like the narrative in their head is all these little hoodlums, they wasn't gonna do anything but tear the bikes up anyway. And I'm like, it doesn't matter, it's not your bike, they got insurance for it. I mean, not that they were gonna do that, no, but they weren't. it's like you all are. I, and this is and new york City even, where the new york
2: city five was triggering
1: it's triggering right? it's triggering.
2: It triggering because of what's happened in new york city to previous black boys yeah. as well that yeah. that's what i thought of because i was like man like as much as i don't want to tell my future son to not fight for his rights and that he actually paid for that a part of me was nervous as a woman that may have a black son in the future, like, what would I tell my son to do? Because when yeah. she dropped them fake tears, I'm like, I would rather you she didn't not even die.
1: cry. She wasn't even crying, she just turned right. red. She just like,
0: yeah, and that's I think that's what it is, too. Um, I think about all the times that that could have turned out a different way. That could have mm-hmm. been another Freddie Gray, another Philando Castile, another Mike Brown, another Trayvon Martin, right? Like, mm-hmm. w- watching those young black men, and then not to add. You know, two of them had like locks. There's nothing wrong yeah. with locks, but the mm-hmm. way white people see that they we are stereotyped. Oh, locks we are aggressive mm-hmm. locks, thug, locks, mm-hmm. violent, right? Mm-hmm. So and then so 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 I was watching that. I'm like, this could have gone a really, really bad way because you have these people, and then back to guns and John Moran, right? You have these mm-hmm. people who walk around with weapons, right? Now it's in New York, so you really can't do that in New York, but you get what I'm saying? Like somebody mm-hmm. could have taken um, matters into their own hands, just like the um, the former marine who killed that young man. He took matters in his own hand, put him in a chokehold, right? And yeah. then all they have to say is, "I fear white people." All they have to say is, "All they care have to say care. I
1: fear care for my life, mm-hmm. and then they
0: can do whatever the hell that they want to do, walking around yep. like vigilantes, like their name is Batman, right? yeah. So yeah. I looked at that, and I was like, "This could have gone another way." And there's zero consequences, and that's what I need jo- Joseph R. Biden to do. There needs to be some mm-hmm. type of consequence for these false reports, for yep. these incidents that white women do and yes. white men do. There got to be a wastes,
1: this wastes more tax dollars than anything. Mm-hmm. This right. wastes more tax dollars than anything because white people, like you said, all they have to do is say that they're afraid, and then that's it and they can make a decision and call the police and the police are going to believe them because they're white and then there's a, you know, they're going to think immediately they pull up and see all these black kids around all these black kids trying to jump on this white lady mm-hmm. and this is white yeah, lady that's causing the problem
2: they're, hit, they're hitting her wait, she claimed she was pregnant at one point, like mm-hmm. all of these these issues that are not even present, and then when people walk by, they're going to assume and assert themselves in a negative way, and this equals death and I think that if we don't start demanding their, them being fired and action being taken, like, I just don't think that you should be a frontline worker if you're a racist. I agree. But these are the people that wear hoods, right? These are the people that are wearing the hoods, walking around, talking about they want to put certain people back in office so that they can do what they want to do. Yeah. But if we don't demand for these situations to be changed, then we're not going to make any headway. It's just going to be another sad thing that we watch.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Well, y'all, this has been a great um uh, We could talk about this all day, but the, your, yeah. your boy got to go. He got to get to his other job. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's
1: episode.
0: Uh, let us know where they can find you all at.
1: I am your fave chemist on all of the things. So I'm Aileon. Thank you, and, Michael, for having me. This was fun. Uh, you always get me charged on this podcast. I could talk to you for hours. Yeah, it's a lot <laughs>
0: yeah. of fun. It's a lot of fun. And uh, do you have any projects you're working on?
1: None that I can talk of, but um, follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all the things and y'all can keep up with the projects I'm working on. Dope. Lizzie. (laughs)
2: Yes, you guys can find me at Traveling Wall Mixed and you can follow my journey and I'm giving you the low down dirty truth and the amazing highs of traveling through all the nations and there are new episodes of the Phenomenal Woman podcast. We are going through the Love is Blind series right now and talking about love and relationships so make sure you check it out. It is um, a really good time with three different kinds of women so that's my project I got going on.
0: We love that. And last but not least, you can find me at It's Mike B on Twitter. That's where I really be popping off at now. Um, I'm still over on Instagram, It's Mike B. You can follow the Converse for the Culture page. All that stuff you can get in my bio. And also, the brand new podcast um, is dropping next month in June, so be on the lookout for that. There is a new podcast, second podcast with myself and three other people, uh, and it's going to be really dope. So make sure that you tap into that. That will be launching next month, uh, the second of three podcasts. So the second of three yeah. podcast. So we are here building the media, um, b- building the combos for the Culture platform. Do so make, sure make sure you tune in. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. This has been Bye. another episode of Convos for the Culture.